fisting, fighting, fucking crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, riding, thinking, scheming. This is the way, it's the way that we live, it's the way that we live. And I Hi, I'm Reese. And I'm Carly. And this is to L back. Hi, Reese. I'm so excited. Well, we have arrived. We have arrived to <laughs> the exciting part of the show known as season five. Mm-hmm. Um, this episode wastes no time getting us into some real <laughs> weird, campy, wacky shit. The season's just wacky. Yeah. Zany. Mm-hmm. So tell me more about this episode, Carly. Well, you know what? I'd love to, Reese. This is episode 502. Look out. Here they come. Exclamation point. It was written by Shireen Dibus and directed by Jamie Babbitt. Just a power, power team. It right is. There. It, it actually, is a dream it, team. It really is. It really it like is. Truly, truly is. Um, yeah. Jamie Babbitt is such an incredible comedy director that all of the comedy bits in this episode mm-hmm. just like sing under her, under her watchful, uh, directorialness I'm mm-hmm. doing great this originally yeah. aired January 13th 2008 which again means that Carly and I watched it together we watched for it together. the first time should we get into it yeah let's get into it okay so we open with this <laughs> amazing like I remember watching this yes, I do like because I got I got the screeners ahead of time yep. and so after I watched one for one week I would watch just a little bit of the next week's episode before like the group viewing that's incredible remember- that you had the amount of control and like self-control to not watch past a few minutes how did you do that because I'm always looking out for future me oh. and assuming that future me is going to be really sad and so wow. I'm always trying to do future me favors, like save things for for future oh me to God. have so that I That's <laughs> great. You're so nice to your future self. I'm I'm yeah. usually destro- I'm trying to sabotage future me. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I do something and I'm thinking, well, that's that's a problem for future me. <laughs> it's something I think regularly. So mm. I gotta get better at that. Yeah. I mean, and also because I knew I would have to watch it. Mm. Usually I had to watch it like four times in all, you know, so I was like, do I really want to waste one of them right now? But so I did watch the first few minutes of this one. And I remember I like screamed. I don't know if I emailed you. I definitely emailed Kate. I'm pretty sure you told, I remember. I was like, oh my God, you guys. Like you were I don't think I told anyone what it was though. I don't think you told us what it was, but I do remember something like an email or something from you being like, holy shit, next week. Yes. And Uh you're like, what? So it opens. It really opens off poorly, but uh, it goes it goes great after that. It starts poorly, uh-huh. and then it escalates to awesomeness. It starts with uh-huh. evil Aaron, Tina's terrible <laughs> boss, screaming about lesbian sex, which is not something I need to... I don't need to hear him screaming about anything, especially that. Yeah, but it's also funny. It's almost meta because we, the, the viewers, wanted more sex True. on the L word. And also because that's what men always want from yep. lesbians is for them to just have sex. So it's yes. like it's a commentary on men and it's also a meta reference to the fans. It works on more than one level. It's incredible. It really it's is. It's incredible. The magic of television. It's, it's very special. Um, so he's going through the script 
and he's just like inserting sex scenes everywhere. Like anytime there are yeah. characters that are in a scene together, he's like, why haven't they fucked in this scene? Yeah. And um, and Tina and Jenny are, are like, no, that's not that doesn't make sense. But like <laughs> Tina and Jenny are both also not just approaching it from like, well, the script and the characters, but uh-huh. they're also very much approaching it from like, we clearly know who this is based on. And like, right. Shane would never fuck bet. Yeah. So um but we so start we, with Bev. We yes. start with Bev and the makeup artist. And by the way, Jennifer Beals' outfit through this whole fantasy sequence is a blazer and a bra, right? <laughs> it's Which, perfect. I mean, Bet Porter's worn some things, but so, <sighs> so I was at first when um, Bev and the makeup artist were hooking up, mm-hmm. I was like, it's a top off. And yep. then I was like, Shane lost immediately. Like instantly. Yeah. Because Shane, there was, it was no contest. <laughs> is Shane not a true top? I, think, I actually think Shane tops from the bottom. Yeah, I lot. think yeah, I think that is accurate. But also, we know that Jody always was the top off with bets. So at the end of the day, you guys almost people are switches. Ah, that's really what we can take most away people from, are switches. from this program is <laughs> yeah. most people are switches. Yeah, and but and then it's like my favorite one because then he suggests Nina and Sean, which is <laughs> Tina, Tina and Shane, and that the fantasy sexy between them is going great. They are enjoying themselves. And then Jenny's like, Nobody ever wants to see Nina having sex. No one will ever go to the film. Oh my God. Then Jenny's like, okay, what about, and this is where we learn that Jenny renamed Helena as Helen, which Helen. is the funny, like, wow, 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 wow. The, the lack of imagination this has, like the lack of a name book this has. Yeah. Helen, come Helen, on. You were subtracted one letter. Also, the other thing is that Helena wasn't in season one, but it's fine. That's a very good point. So then in, we're instantly thrown into a top off. Yes. As, uh, and this is the ultimate match, I think, of is. the L word characters. A hundred percent. The like two alpha tops mm-hmm. <laughs> battling it out. And, um, mm-hmm. and who wins? No one. Neither of them. Nobody wins. They, they don't even, they try to have sex for like a second and then they're just like wrestling really hard. Yeah. And um, also it's really funny when they're like half naked, but still have their pants on. Cause the style of pants then was those enormous they're pants. like you know? wide leg, like yeah. flowy dress pants. And they're wearing uh-huh. like stilettos. Uh-huh. I also noticed that Jennifer Beals was wearing Louboutins, but Rachel Shelley was not. Also, the look on Helena's face when she enters the fantasy scene yeah. is like, she just like, she's licking her lips. Like she's like it's about like to seduce. so over the top. It's incredible. It's I, amazing. I, I love. I watched a whole series. I could have watched a whole sh- episode of just this. Uh, I mean, uh, obviously we all wanted to. A hundred percent. Also, I love that the, all of these the cold open like this and as well as the moment from the previous episode all take place in what I assume is Janet's void from the good place because it's just a like open white space yes and Mm -hmm. anything can happen um so I really feel like this is also a good place crossover which is great yes yeah I love crossovers so Tina basically Tina is serious that she and she's correct that Nina would never cheat on Bev Mm -hmm. and that it doesn't make sense for Bev to cheat on her with more than one person or whatever but none of this ever comes up again so it doesn't really matter true it doesn't matter at all so anyway already i love this episode great episode so already <laughs> this is wonderful this is so much fun okay go to our theme, the theme song. song and indeed we do have new shots brilliant. this brilliant, season brilliant. number one jody in the art studio is now jody and bet back to back in a hotel room oh. number two a close-up of helena has been moved to a close-up of max 
Number three, a close-up of Max has been pushed to a close-up of Tina. And the close-ups of Tina where she's by herself are all from, I think, season two. Like, you can tell that this is when Laurel was pregnant. And she has, like, this big white coat on and this, like, cross necklace. yeah, that's right. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. It's so random. Angus with the guitar is replaced with a Jody close-up. Thank the Lord. (laughs) What if Um, Angus with the guitar is replaced with just a guitar? (laughs) Like kind of like playing, more, like yeah, it's, yeah. You know what I mean. Floating in the frame as if he was uh-huh. there, but maybe he put on a green screen suit and they just painted him out. Yeah, that's totally normal. Yeah, I, I mean, however they did this was bananas. I would love yeah. to talk to the whoever the animator, whoever. It I is would that, love that's that's who we need to get. On, yeah, we need like really obscure people yes. related to the show to be guests on future episodes. Like the person who like shot the opening or had to edit yeah. the opening or something. Yeah. I want to know all about that. I just want to know what happened. It's great. Next, um, another shot of Tina in her in her like pregnant Tina has been switched to modern day Tina mm. in like a brown sleeveless dress next to Bet, who's still in this gown she's been wearing for a few a few seasons. And then in the final walk, um, Poppy is gone, obviously. Um, but one thing that I noticed specifically about that is that Tina was kind of hidden last season, like she was behind. She was behind Poppy and Tasha, and now she's like level with Tasha. I think that they put her behind because she was dating a man, and so they didn't think of her as being as much of a part of the story. Oh my God. She wasn't. Like, she was cut out of most of the story last year. Yeah, but if that's true, then Max should have been hiding in the back because he never has scenes with anybody. (laughs) At least before this season, you know? Before this episode. Yeah, suddenly she, suddenly Max is part of the gang. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Poppy and Shane back-to-back. Is Shane and Alice back-to-back? Kit and Angus has been switched to Shane sitting on a couch. Tasha and Poppy turning is obviously Tasha already facing us. And then the last the last um, things are the same except no Poppy. That's all. Reese, great analysis. I'm so happy you took the time to do that. I think that was Thank really you. important. Then we go to a mansion. Oh, it's a huge mansion. Oh, it's just it's gigantic. A palace. It's a palatial estate. It is. And Shane has a job. Good for Shane. I'm glad that after Shane's shop burned down, that like the next day or two, Shane has a job already. Yeah. Good I mean, for she's her. got connections. You know, you know this is all, these are Jenny's connections. She's connected. Jenny's Jillian. a big Hollywood player now. Jenny's a big Hollywood player now. Um, so Shane is going up to the... Pa- Shane has two enormous bags of stuff. That makes sense. Her. If you're if you're doing... For hairstyling? Is it just like bags of scissors? Well, no. It's like all different like hair products and like accessories oh. and like blow dryers. And what if you need to give someone a trim? Mm-hmm. You know, there's like a lot of stuff. Like right. we... Yeah. Yeah. St- hairstylists even have like a, a good size kit. And and she was okay. doing hair for more than one person. So so there wasn't like a small uh, small animal in one of them. I can't say that there isn't. I wasn't. I, well, okay. I'm not the I'm one who checking. packed or unpacked the bags, so I couldn't tell. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If if there was a, a maybe a small cat yeah. or a dog. It, if you were going on a plane, you would not be able to. I would certify not. that those bags had not. Okay. No, but well, um, okay. despite air the airfare being very affordable right now, I will not be getting on a plane. <laughs> Shane is very thirsty on this day. On this day, on this blessed day of a blessed union between the daughter of the financier of Jenny's uh-huh. movie to a man named 
Brent or something. <laughs> it's Brett. A, a Brett, Brent, Bart, I don't know. Uh, this auspicious occasion. <laughs> it's Wallace Shawn's daughter's wedding. It is. Oh, my God. Remember? Okay, sorry. This was so up topic. <laughs> Do you remember last week when I was like, wait, I thought Jenny met him last season and they were talking uh-huh. and they were, in fact, not. And you were like, no, yeah. we have never met him before. Um, that is because... I saw a very similar scene on a show recently where Wallace Shawn played like a very rich person <laughs> who met like a young girl and was like, I'm going to like get you money. And it was on season three of Search Party. Whoa. Like it was super weird. weird. I was like, I just put like Jenny in the scene in my head. I was like, I feel like I yeah. remember a scene of like Jenny meeting him at a party and him being like, I- I'm like an eccentric billionaire or something. I feel like my ability to like remember which TV show something happened in has completely dissolved over the last several months, like more oh, so yeah. than before. Like I'm forgetting, I'm forgetting entire shows that I actually watched. Yeah, all me too. Of them, oh, completely. All of it. Yeah. It's so bizarre. Yeah. Anyway, so we're inside a castle, basically. There's like chandeliers. Like this is like Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Like the, fancy, the, the, the spoons nice. and the knives are going to like <laughs> yeah. do a song. There's dancing spoons. There's dancing candlesticks. Yeah. Um, and Shane is like checking out the hot mom who's married to Wallace Shawn. And she's like, you got a really nice place. Well, like leering at her. Yeah. Remember that. That'll that'll play later. <laughs> yeah, that'll come back in. Shane is just like licking her lips through this whole episode. Shane is a cartoon like horny dog or something <laughs> like from like just straight out of like a roadrunner yeah. Wiley e. Coyote or some shit. <laughs> So she goes upstairs and she meets the bride and the bridesmaids. And one thing she doesn't notice at first, but I noticed Carly is that the bride played young bet in a prior season. So that's awkward, right? What's a little awkward? A little ox. I guess she, I guess she really clicked with the cast and they wanted to bring her back. She also looks a little bit, there's a part of her facial structure that reminds me of Dana. Yeah, actually we'll, and we will also put get a to pin that, in that later as well. Put a yes. pin in that, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and all of these girls basically immediately are also thirsty for Shane. Like very much so. Like, yeah. like instantaneous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, all right. All right. Okay, go with it. We're going to go with it. Mm-hmm. So we go to the planet where uh-huh. Kit and Max, who are best friends... Are, I know. Actually, I love their friendship. I do, though. too. I'm actually like them together in this episode is yeah. lovely. Um, and yeah. I really want more of that for both of them. Kit and Max are watching Tina, who I guess is on a date with a woman. And she talks in the entire time about Bet. Also, the woman looks like she's in like a music video from the 80s <laughs> where they were like women in suits, you know? Oh, totally. Like a addicted you know to love or something. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. She also, um, part of her face reminds me of Anna Paquin. <laughs> Just part of her face? No, like there's like, like part, of, like some part, like her face reminded yeah. me of Anna oh, Paquin's Oh yeah, you're face. right. Yeah. I was like, you're is right. she like related to her? She's not. But um, <laughs> anyway, Tina says like a billion things about Bet, and she's talking about Angelica. And then the the woman is like, she sounds neurotic about Bet, which is like, wow, she figured that out and she's not even met her yet. Incredible. <laughs> But she is like, no, she's the best woman in the world. Everyone is like, she's like the gold standard by which I will judge yeah. anyone I ever meet for the rest of my life. It's just like, I just wish you would pay more attention to me. She's, so that's that's so going that, well. Yeah, that's going poorly. Back to the powder room. 
bridal suite. I don't know. What do we the call it? The bride's chambers. Let's let's yes. act as if yeah. we've never been to a wedding and uh, <laughs> have no idea what to call anything. Yeah. It's the bra- it's the lady room. Look back to the lady room at the wedding. <laughs> the room for the ladies. Yeah. Um they're all talking about marriage and this and that and they ask Shane if she's married or has a boyfriend and they ask if she has a girlfriend and they all make that face cuz it's like ooh taboo. <laughs> I'm like, and oh, she's man. like, not anymore. Whew. Great answer. Shane. And then they're like, do you want to get married? And then the, one of them's like, gay people can't get married, idiot. <laughs> and then I actually, I actually love this. Yeah. When she says like gay people can't get married, the other one's like, they can still pretend. Yeah. Because like, honestly, that <laughs> like, I just, you're calling a spade a spade. And I, I, I appreciate that. You know, like I could see how people be offended by it. But I was like, you know what? This is real. Oh my God. You know? Because it is. And it did feel, it always did feel like a little bit like, you know, like, oh, we're having a commitment ceremony, you know? Right. Like, it always felt that way. It felt a little weird. But um, uh, I love that joke. I mean, like, on, on, the, surface, on the surface, it's like a, a degrading joke, yeah. I think. But that's almost like what I appreciate about it is that it's like they're putting this thing honest. in. It's actually, yeah, it's in honest. Because, like, it, at the time, there was absolutely was an element of, like, we are pretending. Yeah. And Shane says that she isn't like, she doesn't want to get married, but she admires people who do or something. And Shane's going to get married later. You guys not in this <laughs> series, but in Elver generation Q she's married. So oh my God, I wonder what happened back to the planet, the planet <laughs> Bet Porter approaches. Well, this is awkward. <laughs> Tina's here talking about Bet, going on and uh, on about Bet on this date with this woman whose name we don't know and uh bed approaches and she's just like oh my god hi you guys go here it's so weird did not expect to see you here at the planet of all places the only coffee shop or restaurant or bar in all of west hollywood yeah we'll be later they go to the olive garden that's true <laughs> and Beth's like you can come have lunch with us and she's just like uh, you know what go ahead it's okay i have to get back to the office anyway are you sure absolutely i think you have some things to figure out and Tina's like, <laughs> what? What? Nothing. What? <laughs> what do you mean? Um, then we go to jail. We go to jail. Dusty is working out. She's doing some exercises. Dusty is doing and... some like elevated push-ups, which are, look very complicated yes. and very honestly yeah. advanced and scary. And I was really <laughs> like, wow, brave, you know? <laughs> and Helena yeah. is like acting like she's like writing in a diary or something, but it's just like yeah. staring at Dusty. Mm-hmm. That's that's all she's doing. That's it. And she's then holding a, a pen. She's like, I'm holding this pen as a prop, both in yeah. in the scene and in real life. And then a guard Correct. walks by and is like, shower time, ladies. <laughs> and then we're like, whoa, that's that's cool. That's we're we're gonna have some cool stuff happening soon. I know this show just wanted so badly to do a prison scene in a shower. I mean, this show just yeah. it's almost shocking they haven't done it yet. <laughs> prison I feel like every prison show just loves a shower. Or yeah. just the black opened in the shower. That's very true. Speaking of showers. Tell me. Um, after the showers, there's sunshine. And sunshine shines on a planet. And we're going back to the planet. Oh, my God. And- yes. Brought it back around. <laughs> Perfect. Max is in line for the bathroom. And Tom is in line for the bathroom. And they're going to uh, investigate a bathroom mystery together. <laughs> Why is the door locked? There are stalls in there. And of course, anyone who's been to a gay venue knows that it's locked because girls are scissoring in there. Obviously. They're talking about their feelings. 
they're doing it. They're doing sex activities. But also, um, that's rude. Other people have to pee. This is a public establishment. Uh, this mm-hmm. is a restaurant. It's midday. It is. The sun is up in the sky. <laughs> As aforementioned, the sun is out. You know. Uh, finally, these two girls like run out of the bathroom holding <laughs> hands and giggling. But like Max and Tom are kind of like chugging each other out a little bit. Yes. And, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and then they go, they go into the bathroom, whatever. Then we go to whatever Bet was here for at the other part of lunch. the planet, which was lunch with Jody and Alice. And now yes. Tina has joined them and everyone's eating salad. <laughs> <laughs> and Bet's just curious about this woman and what does she do for a living? And Jody is like, <gasps> that's a horrible question. Why are you asking that? Yeah. Which again, like, Perfect. Yep. You know, because also you're not allowed to act that interested in your ex's date in front of your current girlfriend. Those that's against the rules of life. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. against Poppy's rules of poker. It's against all the rules that they have posted at the pool that I can't go to. And it's also against all of the rules of L I F E life. Okay. The game, the board game? Correct. Great. Tom comes out and says, I just pissed next to the cutest boy alive. I mean, and who hasn't? You know. <laughs> I mean. And then they talk about, Tina says she has to go buy a dress for this wedding. And Alice says, like, Tasha's didn't leave the military. She was, like, delayed on her deployment. There's mention mm-hmm. of some kind of double date happening tonight. This is, like, our usual exposition, exposition at the planet scene, scene. But, like, they kind of are, like, a little, like, bouncing around. So it's, like, not really getting yeah. full information. And then Bet defin- definitely thinks Paige burned wax down. <laughs> yeah. They're all, like, obviously Paige did it. And... Alice is like, I'm kind of worried about Shane because things are escalating. And it's like, and what does that, that mean? to Jody that Shane is like a heartbreaker, but mm-hmm. no one's ever burned anything down for Shane. Exactly. Um, anyway, meanwhile, Shane is fucking the bride's sister as this conversation is happening. <laughs> yeah. She's having, I, I think they're both having a good time. I think so. it seems that way. Yeah. So uh, good for them. Good for, good for them. We go da, da, da. to the army yeah. base. And Tasha <laughs> wants to talk to the captain. She is seeking counsel. She has not been formally notified, but she's pretty sure she's under investigation for homosexual conduct. Yeah. And then be just sitting there, like probably imagining Tasha having sex with a girl. Yeah. Um, he's, he was all like so excited to see her. They clearly have like yeah. a great relationship. And then the minute she said the word homosexual, he like shuts down and becomes <laughs> like completely cold and shitty to her. And he tells her that those cases are almost impossible to disprove because they're usually true. And don't you think that's understandable? And um, no. Lord. Anyway, homophobia. Yay. (laughs) Dislike. (laughs) Dislike. So we go back to the salad party. (laughs) So we go back to the planet where everyone's still eating salad. Not a salad tossing party, though, yet. No. Not currently. Get it? Yeah. You get it? No, I got it. Okay. So uh, Max walks by and Tom's like, there's the boy. There's the boy I like. Mm-hmm. And then uh, everyone's like, <laughs> and Tom's like, what? Like, what? What's wrong with him? And then uh, is he not gay? And then they're like, <sighs> well, he's not gay anymore because he used to be a lesbian. And then Tom is like, <gasps> like he just found out he was like a serial killer. Oh, yeah. Beck goes, he's a trans man. In this very like... <laughs> Kind of way, and then Tom stands and stands and one word, and uh, transmit is one word, and then Tom is like, "Oh my God, I didn't know." <laughs> like as if he's, they were like, "He actually um, is dying." 
Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I didn't know. Yeah. The, all the things, there's so many other things that I think were more believable that could have been said before. Oh my God, I didn't know. Like every, you know? like, like, so like that was not handled um, very well at no. all. He is responsible for Spacegate. And then Tom would have been like, oh my God. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> you know? It's real. Oh my God. And now it is time for us to meet a new character. Hey, remember last week when you said how happy you were that they didn't introduce any new characters? <laughs> yeah, I hate this one. They heard too. you loud and clear. <laughs> There's a girl. Again, Kid and Max are talking about the things in the in the in the world. And uh Max is like, that girl has been sitting there reading some of her parts for like three days and hasn't changed her clothes. So which I found alarming. Yes. Has she been sleeping there, like under a bench? Maybe. You know what? It's fine. It's television. It's, it's salt, television. It's television. Suspension of disbelief. So Kit goes over to talk to her and offers her, I mean, again, suspension of disbelief that she's saying they sell the pear polenta tart for $7 a slice, when I think we're pretty aware it's like $7 million a slice. Yeah. I, um, first of all, was so thrilled to have a mention <laughs> of the pear polenta tart, which hasn't happened Me since too. season I two. Failed. I made... <laughs> Some kind of sound. But, you know, I think she's lying about about the cost, <laughs> the um, which is how she wants bummer. Adele to feel better. Like, because she's offering her a free slice of it. And she doesn't yeah. want Adele to feel like, oh, I'm eating like a million dollar slice of pie. She yeah. wants her to feel like it's a seven dollar slice of pie. Right. Because she's starving. But also a pie is just empty carbs. So she's not going to be full after eating like, it. You'll get that like sugar crash in a little while. Yeah. And then you're going to be like, I wish I had like a little more protein. Yeah, it's like when you have a bagel and then 20 minutes later, you're like, I'm starving. Yeah. Adele says that Jennifer Schechter is her favorite author. And now, did you, wow, did wow. you, did you leave your body when she said that? I thought, what? <laughs> but you know what? Everyone has a fan. That's true. This Everyone isn't just a, a fan. fan. She's like a Jenny Stan. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. she's read some of her parts five times. Which is basically like doing five triathlons in terms of what it does to you as a person, how it wears you down. I mean, although I guess triathlons make you stronger. So well, I guess it would say I it would be so. like getting buried in a pile of dirt 10 times and I'm going to crawl your way out. That's exactly. Yeah. That, <laughs> that feels like an apt analogy. Yeah. I was going to talk about myself and say yes, that on my it. hard drive, like the book I was writing that year, like the folder where I kept all the pieces of it was called some of my parts. <laughs> That's, as a as a joke yeah. as a joke reference. No, of course. That's so funny. It's so funny. I'll do things like that too, like like jokes, like inside jokes yeah. that are only going to be seen by me for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But just now I finally had an opportunity to tell someone. Yeah. And that was wonderful. Yeah. Um so then she's like, see that guy over there? That guy lives with Jenny. And Adele's like, she's no like, way. Oh my oh god. My god. <gasps> oh my god. And she's like, do you want to meet him? She's like, no, I can't. She's like, you must. And Kit drags her across the cafe. We find out this girl's name is Adele Channing. Which is a very sophisticated name. Do you think she's related to Carol Channing? Absolutely. I think that they're sisters. Sisters? Yeah. They say like mm -hmm. a granddaughter or something, but okay. No sisters. Yeah. Okay, great. I love that. People sometimes, yeah, the different ages, it's modern living. Um, also, speaking of sophistication. Yeah. We then go over to the pools so that where Shane is doing the hair of the Brett, Chet, whatever his name is, um, Brad's hair for whatever. And then um, from the outside, 
the lady that um, Shane was just fucking does a little wave. A little wave. And that's, and that's that scene. That's the end of that scene. And then we roll into the planet where Jenny is coming in like a whirling dervish. Just whirling and her dervishing. dry cleaning. She cuts in line. And I put this clip on my Twitter yesterday. I saw. Because the extra who Jenny cuts in front of just like makes full use of her time on screen and kind of gives Jenny this look of disgust. It's beautiful. That I'll never forget. No, never. It's fantastic. Mm. And so she's like really stressed out and she like really needs a new assistant. And then Kit's like, hey, meet Adele. She's like your biggest fan. And Jenny's like, it's great. You've met me. Which was very funny. <laughs> and yeah, it was um, really funny. She's like, oh. Jenny is like, I think if Jenny of like a year or so prior to this moment had met a yeah. huge fan of Jenny, she would have been like really gracious and like, oh my yeah. God, like she would have been like truly deeply moved by that. Yeah. But instead, this version of Jenny meets her biggest fan and she is just like above it all, really kind of like dismissive to her. But somehow they're able to convince her to like sit down. Yeah. And so Adele um, is like, I've read some of her parts a million times. And also I adapted the spoke whatever, Jenny Schechter <laughs> into a screenplay for my women's studies. She's class. like adapted. Like, yeah, as like, if, like, like, how dare you? Yeah, as if she's, she's like, like don't worry, it was looking for dollar class. signs immediately. And then we find out that she went to school with Carly. Yeah, this is so exciting for me personally. <laughs> um, she went to the University of Central Florida, yeah. which is in Orlando, Florida, and is my alma mater. <laughs> wow, this is a very special episode. I remember losing my shit when we watched this the first time because uh -huh. I was like, no one ever talks about the University of Central Florida in any regard yeah. ever. So for it to be name dropped as the school a fictional <laughs> character went to, like that's like unheard of. It's not like NYU or like UCLA yeah. or like something that like people talk about on shows. Like this character mm -hmm. went to this college, you know, like it's never yeah. UCF. <laughs> this is the only time anyone's ever mentioned UCF in any piece of pop exactly. culture to and, ever be created. And this is such a, a real treat. So let me go back to the wedding and the other bridesmaid is also getting fucked by Shane. <laughs> And then yeah, in the very visible, like in a room yeah. that is literally all windows overlooking where everyone's getting their photos taken, I think. Correct. This seems yeah. wild. This but. is going to be in the background of some photos. And uh, they're going uh, to, when I they get those photos those. back, oh they're going to blow those up. God. Computer in hand. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then she comes and she cries and thanks Shane. And then tells her that that asshole Rex is here with his wife. Don't leave my side tonight. And this okay. was at the point at which I was like, Shane, you need to disappear. Like, you need to run. Yeah. This is bad. Like, first of all, um, we all knew Rex Manning was a creep. Everyone has seen Empire Records. Obviously. It's not, no one is surprised to find out that Rex sucks. Second of all, sometimes I feel like there's this thing where straight women think they're, like, doing you a favor. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> especially during this time period. Like, oh, like, of course, like, my interest in, in fucking you is like such a gift right. that, it, that like it doesn't even occur to them that you might you might not be interested in fucking them again ever speaking to them again all night. Yeah. yeah like you might not really or even fucking them at all i mean shane's obviously interested in that but like i feel like both of them actually every woman in this family yeah <laughs> aside from the bride has this sort of like entitlement to like yeah. oh well oh a um, hot dyke is here that yeah. that's for me it's yeah, like, like she'll definitely this? fuck me. Yeah. yeah. Very also, confusing. their dresses all fit wrong. I don't know why they picked those dresses. Yeah, I don't know what the costume department was doing this week. 
So then we go. Nothing, because we saw a lot of boobs. <laughs> we go to Phyllis's office where Joyce shows oh, up yeah. with a massive bouquet of something or other. And yeah, she Phyllis brings a forest. Is, she brings like a full rainforest cafe with Twisted. her. And <laughs> Phyllis is like, hey, sit down. Let's have a chat. And uh, she's like, you know that thing you asked me? And she's like, it was so cute when you said U-Haul the other time, which was like, it was a very funny moment. Um, yeah. And then, she, but then Joyce seems to understand why Phyllis is bringing this up. And she's like, look, I know uh-huh. you just got out of this like very lengthy marriage and like all this upheaval in your life. And like, girl, take mm-hmm. your time. I'm not going anywhere, which is mm-hmm. so nice of her, except um, what she doesn't understand is that Phyllis wants to see other people. <laughs> Specifically, she'd like to see Camilla, who she and met at the party. Really funny, <laughs> yeah, there's this really, which, by the way, I would like to say, really sucks when someone leaves you for someone they met at the event that you threw. Yeah, not it good. Sucks. That sucks. Um, but anyway, um, it's really funny because she's like, "That's my friend," and she's like, "She's not your friend." Yeah. She's like, "She's a friend of a friend." <laughs> <laughs> Look, group dynamics are very complicated. Yeah, and also another complicated dynamic is the one that. Joyce apparently has with Phyllis where she just doesn't count her opinion as real. She just immediately is like, starts saying things that sound a lot like Phyllis's ex-husband when he <laughs> was trying to convince her not to leave. It's oh my God, just, you're so right. It just feels like a retread of that. And I'm like, Phyllis, the call is coming from inside your office. Run. <laughs> Shane, run, she's Phyllis, like, run. <laughs> yeah, look out here, Phyllis runs was yeah. a discarded potential episode title for uh, this. That would have been so good. Joyce is like, you're being rash. You'll change your mind. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to stop you there before you say something you're going to regret. Like, oh, come on. I don't understand why people want to be with people who don't want to be with them. I don't either. We go back to the planet where now <laughs> Adele and Kit and Max and Jenny are all sitting together and talking. Yeah. And they're interrogating Adele about the University of Central Florida. <laughs> Um, she says that she went there because it was the only school in Florida that had both a film program and a women's studies program. I don't remember what I said about this at the time, but I do. Please tell me. Because <laughs> I looked it up. Great. Illuminate. You said me. that UCF is not known for their film program and that their women's studies program was a certificate. At the time it was. Um absolutely was a women's study. You could not minor or major in women's studies. I know because I tried. Um, <laughs> and uh, the closest you could get was a certificate in women's studies. And um, by the time I was on my fifth year of my undergrad, um, I decided that <laughs> instead of g- d- taking the remaining courses I needed to get those few extra credits for my yeah. certificate, that I was just <laughs> going to be done with school. So I never got my women's studies uh, mm. certificate. I did get a film degree from there. Took me Uh five years. I was kind of a sheltered kid growing up and I didn't uh, party, I guess you could say, until college. (laughs) I didn't really do anything in high school other than like study and learn. Uh, I was kind of a nerd. So uh, I kind of went crazy in college. I was was partying too hard, man, you know, just flying too close to the sun. Party hardy Carly. That's That's what they they called called me on the UCF (laughs) campus. Um, I don't know if the statement of it's the only Florida school to have both of those tracks is correct, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the UCF film program didn't really, uh, become known until the Blair Witch Project, oh, the Blair Witch Project came out. that was in 99. And that was in 99. So that was what kind of put them on the map. It's, um, unfortunately mm-hmm. why I went there. I mean, it, it, yeah. I wanted to go to a school in Florida. It's a long story. This isn't really about me. Um, 
And, yeah, you know, Adele says she got into NYU, but she went to UCF because she wanted to be by her mom. She could take care of her mom. And, you know, it's like I got into USC, but like I didn't want to go to USC because I wanted to be on the East Coast to be closer to my family, question mark. I don't really know. Is it because you love Disney World? Because she loves Disney World. <sighs> yes. So then she's like, Jenny, your book saved my life, basically. And like, this is right. definitely something Jenny wanted to hear. Jenny yeah, now and- cares about Adele. <laughs> And also, like, and even that she's still like, like, she's warming up, but she's not all the way warm. Like, hearing that your work saves someone's life is like the point. It's literally the point of writing. So I was glad that she started to thaw up a little bit here. You know, Um, she's Adele says she's been hanging out at the planet because she heard that it was the inspiration for the (laughs) Pluto Cafe in Lay Girls. No, I reject that. Pluto Cafe. I reject the Pluto Cafe. (laughs) I think Pluto Cafe is like what the dining hall is called in Disney, Tomorrowland. Disney World, yeah. <laughs> um, Speaking of. And then Max or Kid or one of them is like, uh, don't you have like a wedding that you're supposed to be at like right now? And she's like, oh shit, I'm late. And Adele is like, oh my God, I'm so sorry I made you late. Is there anything I can do to help? And Jenny's like, oh my God, it's like so funny that you ask that because like, I don't know, maybe you could like go to William Sonoma and like pick up a gift from their registry on my behalf and then deliver it to the wedding. I don't know, like if that's something you could do. And as it turns out, Adele has it nothing is. but free time and would love mm-hmm. nothing more than to do that for Jenny. Yeah. All right. Adele was going to like, she was like, I'm just going to read some of her parts again, you know? So why not just go to Williams Sonoba? Right. <laughs> then like, Kit's like, I thought you wanted that job, Max. And he's like, and Max is like, no. oh, <laughs> I love this. I also like Max is like really was actually, I mean, now that they're actually giving Max like a real personality and yeah. not just like a collection of stereotypes, like. He puts up with Jenny's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like both Shane and Max are like so yeah. patient with Jenny. Like he knew how to handle that situation so well. So true. We go to the shower of the prison. You know, they really put a lot of scenes it's boob time between the prison shower scene and the mention of shower time in the previous prison scene. They really made you wait yeah. for this. And yeah, they really uh, did. Wow. 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 A lot so, of boobs. A lot of boobs. Um, Helena literally drops the soap which uh, just is a real bummer. And then a lady um, fully has an entire knife in the shower (laughs) and like is like running it up Helena's leg and calls her a fluff and like puts the knife at her throat and it's um, very aggressive. And and then Dusty intervenes. (laughs) Yeah. Then Dusty's like, because she's with me. (laughs) And then Jackie has to let Helena go. And also Dusty has nice arms. Dusty continues to have great arms to have nice arms so good job Helena did not get sliced no Helena survived um but had no idea what the fuck was going on because everyone was using like prison slang which Helena obviously knows nothing about we'll come back to that so we're back at Alice's and Tasha is like that meeting with the captain did not go well um, mm-hmm. and Alice is like, all right, cool. Then like, let's get you a civilian attorney. Tasha's like, I can't afford one. And I also don't want one. And I wish she had called Joyce Wishnia. <laughs> I was like, literally as Alice was saying that I was like, oh God, here comes Joyce. Like, oh. <laughs> like this is a landmark case. Yeah. Here's my strategy. If you walk into the court you know? and Joyce yeah. Wishnia is your lawyer and you're being tried by the military uh-huh. for homosexual conduct, <laughs> you will lose instantly. She comes in with a tie, like screaming about whatever. Yeah. A suit that doesn't fit, even <laughs> though she's rich. 
Can't afford a tailor? Come on. Come on, Joyce. Come on, Joyce. Tailor your suit. You're rich. Tasha's like, I don't want to overturn Don't Ask, Don't Tell. I just want to stay in the military. Also, another thing about this scene is that this is like Alice's Kitchen, right? Yeah. She has posters on the wall that's like Manhattan, Paris. Like, you know what I'm talking oh about? Like those God. generic yes. like waiting like room Bed, photos. And, and I was just like, really? Art department? <laughs> yeah, like home goods clearance. Yeah. Rack. Like, <laughs> like, I'm like, this is what Alice... Would. No, it's not. But uh, this scene... I mean, basically, they're just struggling. And I, I think Alice is being like very mature and patient. Um, as a viewer, I am still just very curious about why Tasha yes. is in the military at all and why she wants to stay in the military and why she uh, wants to see action in the military or whatever. Yeah, the show hasn't really given Tasha enough of a, of a backstory to explain her life and who she is and what she's been through that has led her to where she is now. So we have no real basis and we just, then we get Alice kind of, you know, a lot of the times in other scenes, she's a little like disconnected from Tasha's whole experience and her, Mm -hmm. her like perspective on things. But at least here she's like, I'm having a hard time with this, but I am on your side, blah, blah, blah. Like she -hmm. seems to be supportive of her, but like is still like a little confused. But I'm also like completely fair. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm also at the same time, I'm like, yeah, you should be on her side because this is probably your fault (laughs) that she's getting investigated for. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, really, it's it's just like the thing is that like that being in the military is such a big deal. Right. And like the different reasons someone could be in the military are are like you know, vast. Right. And so there are certain reasons that Tasha could be in the military. Like she thinks the military is a good organization that does good work. That would be like, we, that would be good to know. Right. That would be, that would be good. That's, you know, or like, I just don't get it. I don't get it. And they never, I don't don't understand why she's in the military. (laughs) This really feels like the sort of thing where the writers of the show were like, okay, going into season four, we're going to have, we're going to have a don't ask, don't tell storyline. And then that's like, they came up with a character that would, and they're like, who's a really liberal character that would be like so funny to see them hook up with the person in the military. Oh, it's Alice. Oh my God. Of course she's going to have nothing in common with this person, which is true. Mm -hmm. She has very little in common with Tasha, but I'm sure they have some things in common because they do seem to get along really well and they like each other a lot. Like they're like, but what are the things we don't know? They won't tell us because they didn't, they didn't know. And that sucks. Yeah, it sucks. The way that they handled her character really sucks because she's also like, one of their few black characters. Right. And, I think and that they're they like just really down. doing a disservice to to mm-hmm. Rose Rollins as an actor and to the character. Yeah. And, sucks. and to us. And to us, you know, 12 years later. <laughs> I would have preferred a story where uh, Tasha didn't uh, want to stay in the military. <laughs> I know. Like, I'd prefer that story. Like, maybe it's like a different story. story, but whatever. Uh, so we go back anyway. to the wedding which is just, you know, it, oh the God. colors of the wedding are like, it's like pastel pink. pink. This is a very white, very heterosexual group. A lot of extras got paid on this day. They sure did. A lot of them. Um, the, the wedding has begun. There's like the flower girl or the whatever. And then Jenny walks down the aisle because <laughs> she is late and just like runs in and tries to find a seat. 
Um, yeah. uh, this is an iconic Jenny moment. Iconic. Teetering down the aisle <laughs> and then going past everyone. She knocks a woman's hat off mm-hmm. her head. She, her dress is a garbage bag. She's yes. wearing a garbage bag dress. Which is obviously she, an homage to her garbage bag from earlier seasons. <laughs> yes, or a homage to the I Can't Stand the Rain music video. <laughs> I'm so sorry that I'm late. Yeah, we were all waiting. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you wait. Nice dress. Thanks, Tina. I loved Tina in this exchange. I know I did too. Um, and then of course inside, cause this is a TV show and there's a wedding. So what mm-hmm. happens before a wedding at a TV show or a movie, the bride is having um, second thought. Exactly. I have never seen a wedding in film or television where someone, usually the bride is not having second thoughts. It's almost always the right. bride because the way the heterosexual men don't have thoughts. Well that, but like the, the classic, like traditional quote unquote straight people wedding is like the, groom and his dudes are standing and waiting for the bride to walk in so it's always yeah. like a it's always that shot of like the dudes with like the priest mm-hmm. or the officiant being like whoa where is she it's like the most common fucking image but good news you guys madison and her husband um Bort. do enjoy <laughs> traveling they en- both enjoy traveling and riding horses so basically they both enjoy being rich um yeah. <laughs> they enjoy adventure <laughs> Yeah, they Soup. like adventure. Like, really, like we've always dreamed of going to Paris, you know? Like, just say, we like the beach. Come on, girl. Yeah. Traveling is a very niche interest. Yeah. So I'm glad that they that they have that. And then Shane's like, sounds like you're compatible. Shane is being way too sexy for this whole conversation. Yeah. But also, I would like to say that I think this is Shane's peak. I think Shane is peaking. Yep. In some way in this moment. I think Kate is maybe peaking in some way at this moment. Um. <laughs> And she says that uh, Madison really reminds her of someone she used to know, which is a good thing. And my immediate thought, obviously, because she's about to get married, is Carmen. Right. And that's why I put in my recap. I remember people saying like, oh, she looks like Dana. But she totally looks like Dana. Watching it this time, I thought she must be talking Uh about Dana. But like thematically, it doesn't make sense. Right. But the girl does have a very similar bone structure of her face to Dana. Right. But then didn't this girl also play young Bet in a flashback? Yeah, I would be like, maybe it's from the Bet flashback, Jane. <laughs> it could be any of these, like, She looks vaguely, familiar to me, too. I mean, like, they all they all sort of look a little bit similar. I mean, like, yeah. Bet and... Who was it? I'd say, like, it was someone we had on the podcast was saying that, like, they kept getting Dana and Bet confused in season one. Yeah. I don't remember who it was now. I don't either, but I also I did too in the but first yeah, episode. Like, the first time I saw it, I didn't. I got bed and and yeah. Dana confused. All right, jail. <laughs> We're back in jail, and Kit is walking down the jail runway <laughs> like it's a jail runway. Like she owns the place, and she, it's look at uh, that almost confidence. makes it worth it that this yeah. weird thing is <laughs> set up. I honestly like buy the layout of the prison purely because <laughs> it gave us that scene. Uh huh. And then so Kit is like visiting um, Helena and basically filling her in on like what all the prison lingo means and what she yes, needs to do. That's why she's been called here today. <laughs> uh-huh. And she does. And it's very helpful information. I mean, it's stuff Hel- Helena wasn't going to figure out on her own, though hearing right. it, it all feels pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> and we also realize that Helena has been like intensely is obviously like falling for Dusty. Oh, yeah. But also Dusty's the only person she's seen outside of the showers <laughs> where so she almost got murdered. they're clearly like they're eating meals <laughs> they're eating meals in their cells so she actually yeah. hasn't looked at anyone besides the other women in the shower uh this for this whole time yeah. so and that's good it's good if you're with one person at the end of the world it's good 
for her to have nice arms. Agreed. And a quiet intensity. <laughs> She's like, I've been watching her. And uh, Kit says, like, Dusty will protect you. Yeah. So you're in good shape. Yeah. And Helena's like, awesome. Helena does not ask if Angus is still around. <laughs> yeah, she has no questions about Angus. So has, in that way, we like, have that in common. Like, if we are to believe that if Helena stole the money in the finale of season four, that then doesn't make sense. at one point, at what point was she thrown in jail? And does any of the news of anyone in the group, is anything of confusing to her? Does she want to know what's going on with anybody? You know, it doesn't matter. Well, she just saw, um, I mean, we didn't see their whole combo. So probably That's the true. whole first part was about Angus. Of course. Like most. <laughs> Helena was I like, I'm, I'm dying to hear more about Angus. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about your breakup with Angus. <laughs> um, then we go back to, I don't know, what era would you say Jody's hairstyle is from? 88? 80, definitely 80s. 88, yeah. 1880s. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's one of my favorite 30 Rock jokes. Uh, yeah, I'd say 87? 87, 88? Yeah. Yeah, so um, Jody's bringing a lot to the table. Yeah. A lot of they're all the, volume they're in all her the hair. Olive Garden. And um, it's Tasha and Alice, Jody and Bette, obviously. A great they're obviously having a great time as you can imagine as you could imagine this this group tasha's in a terrible mood yeah tasha had a horrible day so like yeah. they definitely should have canceled but um didn't so uh that's that's good and then lo and behold who else is at the same restaurant but phyllis enjoys phyllis enjoys they're like three tables right over, over there right also over there enjoying endless soup salad and breadsticks and delicious house wine and delicious house wine. Yeah, there's like some, there are so many wine glasses on that table by the end so of it. I'm like, many. I'm like, this, you're wasting wine. Yeah. You know, you can't just turn it into water or do you turn water into, listen, um, Jody is like, the they're breaking thing. up. Yeah. <laughs> and they, and she the, can tell, she can tell body language, body language that they're breaking up. We go over to their table and Joyce is literally like, you can't leave me because I'm awesome and you're not going to find anyone better and I'm good in bed and I'm smart and I'm rich. So we go back to the wedding reception where uh -huh. Shane is hanging out with Tina and all of the bridesmaids that she has fucked are all like waving or blowing kisses across the room. And, and the it's, entitlement. It's a lot. Um, Tina declares this the straightest <laughs> wedding on earth, which I previously noted in the mm -hmm. ceremony scene. And she, that is correct. She says, no lesbian's going to get laid here. And Shane looks right <laughs> into the camera and winks. <laughs> I wish. Can you imagine? Can you actually yeah. imagine if on if this show? If it had zoomed in. Yeah. <laughs> Again, Tina's energy here. I love it. Um, she's just like, you can tell she just like threw on her like summer dress. Yeah. She's cool. She, she looks great. Yeah. Um, and she's just like, my life is so dumb right now. Yeah. I think, you know what? <laughs> my life is Tina's so whole, <laughs> Tina's life sucks right now. I think that she has that energy that someone yep. has sometimes where like they are a certain way. And then when their entire life falls apart, they somehow become like, like cool. <laughs> like, yeah. Like Tina's more, so much more interesting and chill, like down to earth. Yeah. Kind of, you know what I mean? Yes. Cause like her, she's still in love with bat who's dating someone else who she's madly in love with. And her job sucks like it could not suck more she is EPing a movie directed and written by a friend of hers who she hates and the movie is about her her own boss doesn't know her own job title a billionaire investor guy is now pulling all the strings I mean she's in hell this is bad this is bad 
I think she's in like she a real fine, like though. burn it to the ground kind of emotional, mm-hmm. mental space. And that is what is making her so much more fun yes, right now. Um, it's fun, Tina. Fun, Tina. So and then we go to fine Shane because Shane's like, I'm fine. <laughs> fun, Tina, fine Shane. They go to the bar <laughs> uh, and Jenny runs up because she was talking to Willie, which is what she calls William, a.k.a. Wallace Shawn. No now. one should ever say Willie. No, I'm um, honestly. And you know why. I didn't even want to say it out loud, but I did. <laughs> now I'm upset about it. Um, anyway, she I asked like him. I guess everyone in the bridal party was just raving about Shane for obvious reasons. And so Jenny was like. I love the way you did them. Dot, dot, dot. So she's like, oh, my God, maybe Shane could do the hair on the movie. And he said, yes. Oh, my God. Isn't it wonderful? And everyone's so excited. Actually, Jenny, and if you're the director, you can kind of make that decision yourself. You don't need his oh, permission. Really? I mean, whatever. You need, like, studio approval. But he's not the studio. He's just the financier. But whatever. The dialogue in this whole thing is so good. It's really Like, Tina, good. once you get the bride, and Tina's like, uh, four espresso cups, I guess. Tina, what did you get the bride I got the bride for espresso cups. That's nice. I love you that, know, that, was, then, that Jenny is suddenly rich and is like rubbing it in everyone's faces. Like that is the yeah. funniest thing about Jenny right now. And she's like, what did I get the bride? Uh, you got the bride a limited edition KitchenAid artisan stand mixer metallic chrome. And then she goes, it's a dream of brides. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it is Adele. Way to shop. It's crazy that that's still a dream appliance today in it 2020. Is, yeah. Like people still Everyone go ape shit with that KitchenAid stand mixer and all the different colors. That's why people get married. Yeah. That's not why I, I got married, one. but because um, I don't, I don't. Did have you get one? one? No, oh. we didn't uh, want one. We just we mix we mix bowls by hand. You know, we do it the old. Oh, you make one. your own bowls. We do now that we are at home all the time. <laughs> I make my own bowls too, out of paper. Yeah, I love doing that. I love to put I love cereal the in them and then they fall yeah. apart. Yeah, it's a race against time every time. <laughs> but I eat cereal uh, pretty quickly, so it's not a big deal for me. Speaking of eating, um, Jenny is eating cake off the present, but, but she doesn't like it. She goes, I don't like it. And she it, puts it down. That part with the cake is so funny. I don't like that. Adele yeah. walks this huge ass box up and there's just a little piece of cake perched on it. She's like, Jenny, I brought you some cake. I'm like... I thought you just walked into this event with the box. Mm-hmm. Like, are, what are you doing? It, it's incredible. It's like really a wonderful moment. And then uh, a bridesmaid runs up to ask if Shane wants to dance. And Shane is like, oh, my God, I have to get out of this. She looks to Tina to save her. But Tina sees Aaron and has to go talk to him and remind him of what her correct job title is again. So she leaves Shane and Shane's like, oh, I don't dance. Uh, OK, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And I'll see you later. And somehow that yeah. works for a moment. Once again, the girl is assuming that Shane wants to be part of her like cover for Rex Manning. Yeah. Which Shane never said that. She did not consent to any no. of that. You didn't ask her what she wanted ever. No. Nope. So stop it. Yeah. We go back to the Olive Garden. Bet and Jody <laughs> are like PDA Central at the yeah, table. That was weird. Um, which felt super unnecessary, but I think yeah. I'm, I mean, I think everyone's different. Everyone has like their own different, like internal gauge on like that kind of stuff. For me, I'm kind of like, I don't want to be a full Val Cherish here, but I'm a little, I don't need to see that, you know? <laughs> um, and Lauren, you don't need to play a clip oh, of Val Cherish there because I sounded just like her. I did a very Yeah, Carly did it perfect. Um, that was maybe my best. I don't need to see that. And I say it a lot. <laughs> It was obviously just there so that this whole thing. Yeah, it, they I don't really believe that they would actually no. 
act like also you're high supposed schoolers. to be yeah you're in conversation you know you're also and, eating that and jody in conversation with tasha and alice right that's what the people paid, festival paid to see to at the new york paid company to, see, the, pay to watch you make out the nine what is it the 92nd street y or whatever yeah the 92nd street y <laughs> we all went we all have tickets it we was all great. tickets but they were making out on stage the whole time and they didn't finish Guys. their unlimited pasta yeah they they limited it which is ridiculous it's bananas unlimited in the title Alice is like Tasha's being investigated for don't ask, don't tell. Tasha is annoyed that Alice told them because she didn't want um, Alice to tell them. And then she gets upset and they walk away from the table and then they have like a fight that again, like both of their fights have like ended very like maturely. Yeah. Yeah. But in the meantime, like they're both like in really like Tasha was being kind of mean. Yeah. Um, and-, and, and Alice seems to like, still refuse to acknowledge ta- any of Tasha's boundaries. Yeah. Like I, I, I actually kind of agreed with Allison saying something here mm-hmm. just because like all you need to do is say something to those two and they'll cut it out and they'll be understanding. But I also completely get where Tasha's coming from where she like really doesn't want to have to bring this up and then have to hear everyone's opinions about the military. Mm-hmm. Don't ask, don't tell. But also the show hasn't told us why Tasha wants is to stay in the military. military. Is in the military. So um, really everyone is right and also wrong. And um, it ends with the two of them apologizing to each other. And Alice is like, I'm really struggling with trying to understand why you want to be part of an institution that doesn't want you, which Mm -hmm. is a really good. Yeah. And also an institution that is like mass murdering innocent people in the world. Yes, exactly. And Tasha doesn't Doesn't have an answer for that. (laughs) She's just like, you're right. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not okay. Um, We go back to jail. Back to jail. Helena is trying to become best friends with Dusty now. <laughs> yeah. She's talking about Dorothy Dandridge, who um, was a very successful actress. And she did overdose on antidepressants when she was in her 50s, I want to say, or 40s. Mm. And had a very difficult life because of racism. Yay, racism. Thanks for And nothing. also her mom was a little bit gay. Just a side note. Oh. Um, they're talking about her because there's photos of her that Dusty has put yeah, on the Carmen wall. Yeah, a Carmen Jones poster. Helena didn't just pull Dorothy Dandridge completely out of the air, <laughs> though that would have been... What, what if she had? And Dusty was like, wait, yeah. are you serious? I'm such a fan. They would yeah, have, it I know. Been, like, then they intense. would have been like, oh my God, we have so much in common. Do you also like to travel and ride horses? And she would have been like, yes. And then they would have fallen in love. Yep. Just so everyone knows, after watching this episode, I immediately pulled my copy of the Hollywood Book of Death off the shelf Whoa. and read all about Dorothy Dandridge. Nice. Helena mentioned something about what happened earlier in the shower. And Dusty's like, I do not want anything from you. And Helena's <laughs> like, Ur, are you sure? Mm. <laughs> but I, not a I, mean, little, I hear what you're saying, but I don't think you mean it. <laughs> but love for Rex to see us together. <laughs> then we go back to dinner. It does seem at this point. Okay, so at this point, they're still in a booth. Later, then they're suddenly not in a booth anymore. And it was very confusing for me. Yeah. But Alice and Tasha are doing an unforgivable thing, which is they are leaving Jody and Bet in the restaurant with Phyllis and Joyce. Well, like several things have happened. So Alice <laughs> and Tasha went off to talk, and Joyce and Phyllis took their place at the table. Uh-huh. Who does that? Phyllis. I mean, she was trying Phyllis to get away from her conversation. To get away from Joyce, yeah. And Joyce is like a bulldozer of a person who can't like, yeah. who just like takes up space and like inserts herself in mm-hmm. everything. So actually the two of them sitting there makes sense, but it's, I think quite rude. 
and they're yeah, like, oh, is. sorry, we checked your seats and they're about to get up. And then, yeah, Alice and Tasha are like putting on coats and being like, mm, we're going to go. I'm like, <laughs> do you want to take your meals? You want to wrap your meals up? To I know. I mean, like, are this you, is who's the paying? Are you going to bend all later? those fresh breadsticks. Yeah. Yeah, you can ask for more. Like, don't put a soggy breadstick in no, no, your no. thing. Also, just ask your server. I used to work there, as I've mentioned every episode of this podcast. <laughs> and just ask your server for a fresh breadstick. It's pretty simple. Just because your server feels sad yeah. for you when you when you want her to package up your little nub yep. on top of your ravioli. Just it's true. Saying so anyway, Jody and Bet are really in for it. Then Joyce says like that it was her idea for them to spend time with other people. And I think as the audience, we're supposed to maybe for a second, this was confusing. I'm like, as an audience, are we supposed to think that Joyce and Phyllis successfully talked about Phyllis seeing other people and Joyce is no. cool with it? Because that's clearly not what happened. It was no. like a weird line. But Phyllis is like, oh, you should like go get me another glass of wine. And then the minute she leaves, she looks at Bet and Jody and is like, help me. <laughs> Right. She said she was writing a graduate thesis in lesbian sex, but she seems like she's at a very early level of education that she can't do anything else without a lot of help from other lesbians. Yeah. She's learning the ropes, you know? Yeah. It takes time. You know, this this is a journey that's going to take some time. Yeah. Then we go back to the rich palace, wealthy wedding. Wealthy wedding. And William is dancing with Jenny, which made me, me feel weird for Jenny. But she's like, yes. you're the only man in my life. And you know what? That girl was her life was changed by the book, and I think our movie's going to make an impact. Mm-hmm. And then Tina and <gasps> is standing next to Adele, and Tina's like, "Ugh, that makes me want to barf." And, and Adele's like, "I think it's so beautiful that a man who like plundered the earth for wealth is now making beautiful art." And Tina's like, "I'm going to go." Yeah. <laughs> also, Tell at Sheen no I'm point gone. was Tina or Tina and Adele introduced to each other. It's just so no. funny. Yeah. She's like, tell Shane I left. And she's like, who are you and who is Shane? Like, I don't know your name. And it's like, yeah, you do. That's Nina. <laughs> it's Nina. Uh, then we go back to there. Now they've moved to a different, they're at a table with chairs now instead of very, at a booth. It's confusing. And and they're getting up to leave. Yeah. And Jody and Bet are having everyone, every couple's favorite fight, which is who's, who's close are we going are we to sleep to? at? <laughs> tonight why and all the reasons that you might not want to stay at my place that you aren't being honest about Mm -hmm. and jody thinks bet doesn't want to come over to her place because it's too funky which nobody but my mom has said in eons i i think maybe the only other person is my mom (laughs) perhaps also my mom lives in royal oak which is like a detroit suburb but it's next to a town called ferndale and ferndale's like sort of gay um, and my mom call, and my mom is always like funky Ferndale, Ooh. and I'm like, mom, stop, mom, stop, oh my god, stop saying that word. Even though I think they, it is like the the town goes with it too. Anyway, we have a little bringing it back around moment here. Yep. where Phyllis says she already broke up with Joyce, and Bet is like some lesbians you have to break up with them. Classic more than once. Incredible moment. Incredible, mm-hmm. incredible moment. Mm-hmm. We go back to the wedding. The bride gives Shane a hug. And thanks her. Then Gina, one of the other ones, is like, oh, go help me make Rex Manning jealous. And then the other, other one is like, I have a surprise for you. And it's very overwhelming for, yeah, and what's, for young Shane. Again, what also, what's the surprise? We never know. I know what the surprise is, is that she wants to bone again. Yeah. And again, we go back to prison. It's nighttime. Dusty is having a nightmare. Helena hops off the top bunk down to the bottom bunk to comfort her. 
Dusty, are you okay? You're having a nightmare. <laughs> oh, no. And Dusty wakes up and is like, what the fuck? There's a person over right on top of my face and jumps out of bed and like puts Helena in a chokehold. And then they make out. <laughs> and then Dusty pushes her against the wall. Or one of my favorite sex moves, pushing somebody against a wall. It's a classic. It's a classic. And they're having a nice time. And <laughs> Helena is trying to rationalize having sex with a murderer. And she's asking all these <laughs> weird questions about it. And that's when we find out that um, Dusty's in there for tax fraud. Yep. You were defending someone, right? Or, or, or maybe you were set up. Does someone frame you? How did you frame me? I'm sure, whatever it was. Oh, you didn't mean to kill anyone. Uh, you killed anybody? You didn't? It was tax fraud. Which also makes perfect sense because um, Helena would not be in jail with a murderer for theft. No, of course not. Okay. So um, they're hooking up now and we love this for them. This is great for them. Good job, everybody. We go back to the wedding where Shane is desperately trying to leave the hell that she has created for herself until a cocktail server hands her a note from the mother mm. of the bride. Yep, that's right. The same woman she checked out on the way in is uh, waiting for her. Shane sniffs the note. Oh, yeah. Like, does she think she put it inside her vagina? I thought maybe she, like, sprayed perfume on it. Huh. <laughs> like in, like in Legally she, Blonde like, when Elle Woods... Smells like bug spray. <laughs> Elle Woods, all of her um, resumes were had perfume on them in Legally Blonde. Mm. That's what I thought of. But also, also that oh. maybe she thought she put it in her like vagina. Yeah. Could be a lot of things. In line for coat check. Everybody's least favorite thing. Oh, True. And Jenny but offers Adele. We don't Adele, have to do anything anymore. That's true. Jenny offers Adele the assistant job that we knew was coming, and oh boy, is yeah. she excited! And um, it's really cute because Jenny is actually being kind of normal, um, or not like normal, a brief but like, second. Yeah, she seems like genuinely like, wow, like this could be cool, like right, you know, it's like she's a little bit back on earth, right? Shane goes upstairs. Um, where I guess that after giving away her daughter to be married, um, uh, this uh, woman went upstairs and put on some lingerie what? and that trench coat. As one does at a wedding. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then posed she on, posed her, on desk. her desk. <laughs> um, She's which, like, Shane, I saw you looked at me earlier and it made me horny. Am I crazy? <laughs> I'm like, that is such an incredible statement. (laughs) And she says she's been everywhere. She's probably been to Disney World several times. I'd say. And she's ridden horses across the plains of Sweden. And she wants Shane to take her somewhere she's never been before, which is obviously Shane's obligation, it seems like, to all of the women in this family. Isn't it weird all of these, like, really terrible messages about consent that we all internalized from this show? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a... Ooh, I don't There's have time so to unpack this today, but uh, maybe someday. No. Yeah, maybe someday I'll just do like, here's all the things that the L word told us about how, how to exist in the world. And yeah. they are all that wrong. It was, they were wrong. <laughs> they were wrong. Yeah. Uh, so then we There's get to a the hallway. A lot of boobs. Oh, yeah. A lot of boobs. So we go to the hallway where the other bridesmaids are all looking for Shane. And oh, my God, they can't find her. Where is she? And then they hear the photocopier. And they hear Rex Manning and they hear Renee Zellweger and they realize what happened. And uh-huh. they, they bust into, <laughs> they the, into, the, into the copy room. Spill, they spill their speed all over the floor. Yeah, and it's and like... Oh, right in. 
it's she's just like freaking out about it. I could study all night if I was chowing down speed too. You know that I care <laughs> your perfect face and your exactly. perfect body and your perfect future. I'm stopping. And so they op- open the door and find mom in there uh, hooking up with Shane. And then mom calls her daughter some little twerp who barely knows how to tongue kiss. I know. And they call her you old cow. <laughs> it's honestly very funny but it's also <laughs> yeah it was so really funny i was like you all deserve each other yeah you're all, all of you guys people <laughs> and, then shane, and then shane like like run like runs out uh-huh. of there she tries to get her keys to her car can't find them sees jenny in her brand new porsche convertible question mark? I, I was like all right okay all and right she's like jenny and then just hops into the back of the car as jenny's driving away which yeah. i mean good timing there if you run out like a couple seconds later you would have been stuck in the sequel we'll find out does shane return to the scene of the crime to obtain her vehicle or does she just leave it there like finley eventually does in a future episode of a spinoff of this show i'm i was so happy when they actually tied up that loose end about the bike <laughs> and the yeah. and the car i was really Everyone was. all season Everyone i was, was like, obsessed Whoa. with it except me <laughs> yeah no it plagued me all season of Gen <laughs> anyway that's the episode that's the episode well um carly yes did you enjoy this piece of television i did i thought it was fun it's like a fun it's a fun episode um there's some great moments with with kind of everybody the like peak offensiveness of it was like pretty lower than normal like it still had yeah. offensive moments but they weren't as severe as what we were used to before this right. episode so i thought it was fun i thought it was a, a fun romp it's a real romp yes. shane out there being being slutty shane love slutty shane that's fun yeah yeah um, that was fun um a lot of physical humor a lot of hair boobs mm-hmm. arms legs um jenny yeah. eating the cake uh kid and max being, being buddies best friends uh Helena. that looked nice in her like plaid flannel shirt yeah, that she was wearing in the beginning yep. tina killing it tina's the first tina time is, tina's ever been funny i'm like good for you t <laughs> yeah get it tina <laughs> i think i actually think i like tina this whole season now that i'm remembering it oh wow i don't remember enough of it to know if i, I can't recall exactly I do, but she's off to an excellent start yeah which is something i've never been able to say about tina before yeah I would say, as usual, that the most annoying thing about this episode was still just like how shallow Tasha's character is Uh, and also how difficult it is for us two people that are not pro-military or pro-war to figure out how the fuck to talk about it. Because the show isn't giving us enough to talk about. Like, they're not... (sighs) It's very frustrating. It's very frustrating. Um, Yeah. I mean, it was a pretty impeccable episode. Like, there was yeah. nothing where I was like, oh, my God, get me out of here. I hate this. There I was right. No, I hate this one time. Yeah. No, I usually write that multiple times an episode. Yeah. Um, also, it had a dream appliance in it. So. And I, I love a dream appliance. I love yeah, scenes I love, shot in the void. I love those. We've had two episodes oh, of yeah. that now, which is great. Whew. Love the it. The sex scenes love in the beginning. It. Anyway, like, just a delight. Mm. A delight. What good job, everybody Great on work. the team of the L Word. You this all really one. shined. Yeah. And we enjoyed your work. Good job. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, you can follow this podcast on Twitter and Instagram at 2 Ellen Back. You could email us uh, to ellenbackcast at gmail.com. We also have a hotline, 
971-217-6130. You can call and leave a message. We've got merch, store.autostraddle.com. Go check out the merch. It's awesome. Our theme song is by B. Studwell. Our logo is by Kara Sykes. And this podcast is produced and edited by Lauren Klein. Uh, you can follow me uh, at CarlyTron. You can follow Reese at AutoWin. And you can also follow Autostraddle at Autostraddle and visit Autostraddle at Autostraddle.com. And you can contribute to our fundraiser at Autostraddle.biz. Please just throw any type of money. If you have any, I know a lot of people don't. If you have any, you could just throw it gently in our direction. We would appreciate it. Also, there are some to Ellen back related perks in the store. So you should probably check those out and see what they are because maybe you would want to buy one. Just saying. You might. Check it out. They're you pretty might. good. You just might. They're pretty good. They're okay. Pretty good. Thanks for everything. <laughs> Is it time for our L words? Uh-huh. Mom. Every week I look, I look at the same bookshelf. Yep. Looking for the same help. And I don't find it. I actually have mine for once. This is like a, oh, the wow. first time this has ever happened. I'm ready. Okay. One, two, three. Liberty. Look out. Here they come. <laughs> That's good, right? That was a good one. I said yeah. Liberty because um, in 10 minutes, I'm going to go watch the my team, the LA Sparks, play the New York Liberty. Because there's a whole lot of WNBA that is being nationally televised right now. If you're not watching it, you are missing out on some absolutely incredible basketball. And since they're in their bubble and there's no fans and you can hear what everyone is saying all the time, which is really fun. I might honestly do the same. And also just so you know, they put up these like things. So you're not looking at an empty arena. If you have any fears of looking at an empty arena, if that's, if that's stopping you, they didn't do the, (laughs) I was scared. I was like, it'll look like it's just full of ghosts. Oh, I wish. Well, in the NBA's thing, they are in like an existing basketball thing and Mm -hmm. they installed all this technology that lets fans be like on zoom at home and then be like Mm -hmm. in a seat in the stands. But for some reason they didn't let the WNBA do that. Um, Mm. But the cool thing about the WNBA is is that they built several courts on a soundstage, which just as a filmmaker, I'm like, that's fucking cool. That's really fucking cool. Like, I want to go to the bubble and like film some shit because they built it in a sound. It's just awesome. Everyone keeps getting injured. It's not it's not going great. All the like the top like three picks in the draft are all have ankle injuries right now. It's great. Oh, no. They should uh, get Alice. Yeah, they should. They're not going to. Vershay, just kidding. Shh. Run Vershay? No. What happened to Poppy? I love that they like give no explanation for no, Poppy being want. gone. Like, just gone. Like, she's supposed to be Tasha's best friend. Like, it yeah. would make They're perfect just, like, sense really for her to still We be are there. not going to build Tasha's character. They're just refusing. Like, we've taken away her friend. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to take away her job. <laughs> we will stop at nothing. To ruin this character's life. Mm-hmm. But like, at the end of the day, she's really hot. Yeah. So nothing really. She's really unstoppable because of that. Yeah. And you know what? All of you guys are also unstoppable. Hell yeah. You should chase your dreams in a mask. And that's all. We had a nice time. Thank you for and listening. We love you. We'll see you next week. Wee. Bye. Bye. Bye.